Welcome to Happy Habits of Celine, your podcast to inspire you to live a happy, healthy, and sustainable life on your own terms. This is the very first episode, and I'm so happy to bring it to you. I think this podcast has been two years in the making, because that's how long I have been talking about it. So here we go. There it is. This first episode is all about how to rewrite your story. So we will first look at what is rewriting your story. Then I'll tell you a little bit of my life story and then we're going to do a visualization practice to work on your life story. Let's dive in. I've chosen to make this first episode about this because this tool, this coaching tool has been a very transformative experience for me. I have used it several times in my life and still use it to transform certain experiences in life, my past into something empowering and not into something negative. You might also want to ask me, why should I rewrite my story? Well, think about it. Everything comes in a story. We all love reading stories about other people, listening to them, watching movies where the heroes are overcoming difficult times in their lives and having a happy ending, breaking free of their limiting beliefs and living the lives they want to do. We love those inspirations. And all those stories are made up of words. And words can either be empowering or disempowering. And all those stories are told from a certain perspective. Depends on who tells it, how they tell it, with what tone, what words they use. And so it is very important that we, when we tell our own story, reflect on what words we use, reflect on how are we telling that story and what is the reality we are creating through telling our life story that way. So let's look a little closer to why it is important to look at our past and our storytelling. We often live in the past. Think about it. How many times a day or in your life are you thinking about yesterday, last week, or an experience five years ago? And how many times do you think this should have been different? This wasn't fair. Or, oh, if only I, I didn't say this. Or if I would have reacted in a different way now, my life would be much better. Or if that person wouldn't have said this, or if my childhood would have been better, then I would be a much happier person now. And the truth is, we can never, ever change our past. We can only change our perspective about our past. And as long as we are trying to change our past, we direct our energy into something that gives us nothing in return that might make us maybe rather depressed or unmotivated or giving us the feeling that we can't change anything. And what we really want in life, what we all want is being satisfied, being happy, living life on our own terms, living a good life, right? And how we do that is being present being present now because life is always happening now. 
And yet we have this tendency of, of going back to the past and wanting to change the past and reviewing the past and thinking about the past. And that is so much energy that could go to being here now. And also this energy could go towards creating a future that you actually want instead of always reviewing something that was and that you would like to change but that you can't change anymore. So that is, I think, the most powerful reason for why rewriting your story is such a great tool because it helps you becoming present. Another really powerful reason is that it helps you see your unique life path and your unique strengths, your jewels that you collected as you went along your life journey. Because we have all a very unique set of experiences in our life. Even if you grew up in the same family or you had very similar um, conditions in your life, you still experience life differently. And that is actually a super great thing because it means that these set of experiences turned you into who you are today and uniquely into who you are today now. And so you can either choose to see certain experiences as negative and criticizing yourself for it, speaking negatively about it to yourself. Or you can look at your whole life story, look at all those experiences and especially the challenging experiences and finding your jewels in it. Finding out how did I deal with that situation? What did I learn out of this situation? And I am convinced that actually these those challenging times in your life that bring you a unique set of skills that you can teach other people, that you can help other people with, that you can bring into your job or into your family, that you can bring into your life. So instead of seeing negative experiences or difficult, challenging experiences as something that is putting you down, let's look at your experiences and always finding out what did you learn out of this experience. And maybe how did you contribute to a certain extent to that experience? I know this exercise is not about making things right or putting really traumatic experience into something that wasn't hard. That is not at all the point of that experience. It is more about always changing the perspective because even if a really traumatic experience, I'm sure you learned something out of it. Telling your story with an empowering perspective also helps you to own your story. We often live so much in comparison and we, especially in this age of social media and presenting all these beautiful pictures, look at other people's lives and we think they have the good life and they have it all together and they are so confident and I am not, I'm trying to prove that I am, I'm trying to put on this mask that I am, but really deep inside, I am not. Well, really looking at your story and transforming it into something incredibly powerful helps you to own your story. And that in turn helps you to boost your confidence 
because nobody is like you. And so there is no point in comparing with others. Because what do you have to compare to? There is only a point in sharing your story and in sharing what you learned and in empowering other people through it. So if you recap the reasons for employing this beautiful tool, it would be that firstly, it helps you to live in the present moment. Secondly, it helps you to see your past as a set of empowering experiences that taught you so much and that turned you into the person that you are today. It also helps you to compare less and to put the focus on you, to see your unique strengths, to see your unique life path and to in turn also boost your confidence through that because there is a reason why you are here and there is also a reason why you made all these experiences. And so you are here for a reason and somebody else made a totally different set of experiences because they are here for a different reason. And I also think it is such a beautiful way of looking at life, of changing your perspective on life because so often we are trying to reach a certain point, a certain career, a certain title, a certain amount of money on our bank account, a certain house, a certain relationship, children, whatever it might be. And what we're always trying with these external things is trying to prove something. And if we start looking at life and at our own life stories as the set of experiences that our soul or whatever you might call it chooses to experience on this earth to learn something, it gives life just a different perspective. I personally think it makes life, living life more relaxed. Because you're not trying to reach a certain end destination. You are on your journey and forever making those learning experiences. And learning just never stops. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. Because how boring does life get when we stop learning and stop evolving? And when you once do this exercise of really looking at your learning experiences, it also transforms the way you look at the experiences you're living right now. And maybe also the experiences you want to live in the future. To give you an example of this tool, I would love to share a little bit of my life story with you. When I was 13, I distanced myself from my family. I grew up in a Christian family and that was a beautiful childhood. And somehow when I was 13, it didn't feel right anymore. And so I opposed myself to that faith and also to my family. And I somehow formed this belief also through other experiences that I needed to do things by myself. I needed to do it on my own because I didn't belong. Also from a place of I am not worthy or I am not enough. And so as I left high school, I started living life on my own terms. It seemed like a liberation and I loved it. I started traveling the world and during a trip to New Zealand, I for the first time realized what a reality I had created myself. Putting a wall around me 
between me and my family and also putting a wall around my heart because I had taken that decision that somehow it wasn't safe to be in this world and to expose the whole of me and I had to do things by myself and I had to be strong. And realizing that made me sad. It also made me judge myself because back then I had the the thoughts of, oh, you should have done this differently. Why did you do this? This was totally self-created. And so the next 10 years of my life was a journey of coming to terms with that experience. It was a journey of trying to find my place. I, I always thought I need to find my place in this world. And I need to find that what can fill my hole within me and my strategy as it is often for us in this world I try to fill that hole with outside things so when I started studying I tried to find my place in my studies and as a generalist that was very hard to choose my study subject and I saw all those people around me finding their passion and finding their place and somehow I felt like I need to find that too. And so it wasn't in my studies. So I, of course, traveled a lot more and loved exploring and learning about the world and different cultures and different languages. But that hole always stayed within me. And so I also had learned some perfectionism in my childhood. So I thought maybe if I become more perfect, then... I will be enough and then I will fill that hole within me. That was, of course, accompanied by a lot of self-criticism and that did not fill that hole, of course not. And so I did a lot of traveling. I explored the world. I studied abroad. I studied in China and Norway. I traveled through Asia and Latin America. And all those experiences are so precious I learned so much about different cultures and languages and ways of thinking. And yet I never really found my place either. I also did a lot of different jobs and tried out so many experiences, always deep down with the hope of finding myself or finding my place. And that is also so beautiful because it taught me so much. I worked in a Swiss mountain hut. I worked as an academic manager in China. I did so many different things that I can now look back on. And every job, every experience taught me something that I can now use. I also tried to fill my hole with relationships, short ones and longer ones. And although in the beginning that always gave me a feeling of satisfaction and maybe finding my place, maybe if somebody else would love me, then I would find that. And yet in the end, it never really gave me what I was really looking for. I also hurt and disappointed friends because I was often not able to speak my whole truth or to confront things I found challenging. Because on the one hand, I didn't necessarily learn to do that. 
And I was also wearing this mask and I was never exposing 100% of my heart because that still didn't feel safe. When I got accidentally pregnant, in a situation in my life where I was definitely not financially secure, I felt very lost. Because there was this conflicting beliefs or thoughts within me. On the one hand, I did not want to go through an abortion, but I was very afraid of losing that independence and that strong image that I had built up of myself. And so I spent weeks in this conflict until I lost a baby, which was also a very interesting experience, an experience that was much more emotional than I thought it would be. And that also taught me so much about myself, about emotions, about what is important to me and what really counts. And as I went on in in my career, I had started um, doing internships and traineeships in the humanitarian sector, which was a sector I always wanted to get to. It seemed like the dream. And as I arrived there, I realized that I had built up a lot of idealism and ideas An idea of maybe that is where I belong or that's what I'm supposed to do in life and and that is what is going to fill my hole. And that was definitely not it. And it was another beautiful set of experiences. And as time went on, I became increasingly numb. I was like, maybe that's just life. Maybe that's just what you do. Maybe there's not much more to it. And there was one very tragic event that woke me up from that numbness. In summer 2019, I lost a very good friend suddenly that died in the mountains. And that just showed me face to face that life is not there forever. And that life is here to be lived. And that friend was and is such a role model to me because he was so convinced of what he wanted to change in this world. He was so peaceful in himself. And although he lived a short life, he lived it fully. And that brought me into a little bit of a crisis of, okay, you now need to take life into your hands again and you need to do something, you need to change something. And of course, you can't change in a month. And so I tried to change and I couldn't figure out what. So I left for abroad again and that was another experience that was great Um, and brought me into numbness a little bit again. And that then brought me to my yoga teacher training in India, which was another very beautiful transformational experience. And that's where the circle kind of comes together. Through yoga and meditation that I had been practicing for years and also personal development, I kind of walked this path that I was telling you a little bit more and more and deconstructing that wall around my heart and my opposition to faith and that wall in between me and others. And I had deconstructed it, but there was always a little bit left. And that yoga teacher training helped me to take off the last bits of that wall. 
And that was such a beautiful experience. And I learned the power of real vulnerability. I had always heard of this word and I thought, yeah, that's it. But I never exposed the whole of me. There was always a little wall around my heart. And I found an inner freedom and enoughness. And I found the key to filling my hole. And that key was what I was running away from. It was faith. Faith in something bigger. It was acceptance of myself. It was finding belonging within me and within this world, within this universe with God or whatever you might want to call it. And this experience was incredibly transformational. And I came back and decided to build up my own business, which is another whole journey in itself. And so as you can see, I'm telling that story. And of course, my life consists of many other experiences. I'm telling it in a way that is empowering to me. It was so important that I made this experience and this decision to oppose faith because it brought me to so many places and I learned so much and I grew as a person and I met so many incredibly incredible people around the world and I had so many lows and being lost and highs and love and trust and all those things that I got to experience because of this and because of many other experiences and so I'm so grateful for all that life has offered to me and for all that life will still offer to me Having shared that, let's get into your story. So we'll do a little visualization meditation exercise. So find yourself in a comfortable seat and you can also lie down if that is more comfortable to you. And then close your eyes and we're going to take five deep breaths. So inhale through the nose, into your belly, then open your mouth and exhaling through the mouth. Inhaling through the nose, deep into the belly. And exhaling through the mouth. Three more. And with every exhale, feel your face and your body relaxing more and more. And one more breath. And then allow yourself to enter into a deep state of relaxation. Relax your face, let go of any tension that you're holding onto in between your eyebrows or in your jaw. Relax your shoulders, relax your arms and your fingers, relax your throat. Take a deep inhale in and as you exhale, relax your chest and your heart area. Relaxing all your internal organs, your back. Relax your hips and every leg. Until relaxation has reached every little toe in your body. And you just feel this sense of relaxation flooding through your body. 
this sense of peace, this sense of presence. Just linger in this for a little bit, enjoying this beautiful state of being. And then I want you to imagine that you are in the mountains or on a path that goes through hills. And you can see yourself at the beginning of this path that's going through the mountains or through the hills. And you look around you and you can see beautiful scenery. You can see the mountains, this beautiful green of the mountains, of the trees. You see the blue sky, you see the sun shining and warming up your body. And as you look along this path, you know exactly that that's where you want to go to. And so you start following this path. And with every step that you take on this beautiful path surrounded by these peaceful mountains, you feel yourself becoming lighter, smaller, younger, traveling back in time. And just continue walking on this path as you become younger and younger. And you see yourself walking as a child now. And you realize that the path you're walking on is your life path. And as you're walking along this path as a child, you see the experiences that you live through as a child and just let those experiences come up see positive experiences see yourself laughing enjoying time maybe with family or friends see more challenging experiences where maybe as a child you felt unseen or whatever it was for you just see those experiences coming your way And as the experiences are challenging, you feel yourself and the path going up as if you're climbing a mountain or a hill and you see yourself sweating and pushing through this difficult experience. And as you see happy experiences, you see yourself walking down and all of a sudden life seems light and happy and free. And as you walk along your life path, you're becoming older. You're now reaching your teenage years. You can see what you lived through as a teenager. And again, you see those challenging moments as you're walking uphill and sweating to get to the peak, to get through it. And as you see easy moments, moments of peace, moments of joy, moments of happiness, you see yourself walking downhill. And you're getting older, you're reaching the time in between your 20 and 30s. And you see that there are much more experiences now and maybe the memories are also more vivid as they're coming your way. And maybe there is much more ups and downs now. Maybe there is equally as much, depending on your unique life path. 
And as you're walking along, see different experiences coming up. See challenges that you navigated, peaks that you climbed. See joyful downhill moments. See what you experienced along your life journey, what people you met, maybe what schools you went to, maybe what jobs you did, maybe what relationships you had. And just let those pictures come up. See yourself climbing mountains getting down mountains. And you're getting older and older and you just see every experience that comes to your mind that you lift on your unique life journey. And If you want to, you can prolong this exercise and just press stop and come back once you're done. And if you feel like you have seen your life path, then you now stop walking on this path and you look back, you turn back And you see all these mountains and hills that you climbed and that you walked down again from now in your life to the moment that you were born. And you just see this chain of events and you understand that every experience had its purpose. And you understand how everything was interlinked and that you learn so much through every experience, through every up and every down. And you just see this path being like a golden path, the sun shining on it. And you feel such light, such pride, such happiness and also peace and just fulfillment by looking back on that path and let that travel through your body as you see that path lit up in gold let that light travel through your body as well let your heart be filled with all these experiences that you got to live that were brought to you for a reason that you learned to navigate. And let that gratitude flow through your body for every experience you had in your life. All those experiences turned you into who you are today. And nobody is like you because nobody has that unique set of experiences and nobody has navigated or learned the same things because you lived through this for a reason and you are here on this earth for a reason 
Just let that purpose, that fulfillment travel through your body. Let it light up your being. Let it light up your face, your heart, your whole body. And then take a deep inhale in through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Relaxing your body again. And then say thank you to yourself for doing this. And say thank you for all those experiences for your unique life journey. And then slowly open your eyes. And I would encourage you now to draw this mountain relief on a piece of paper. And if you would like to have a handout, uh, you can click in the show notes and I have a PDF prepared for you. Um, and otherwise, just take a piece of paper and draw the mountains up and down. And going up means you lift for something challenging, something maybe traumatic, something that was difficult for you at the time. And down means maybe a period of more ease. So everything that is at the bottom, you see, ah, oh, those are experiences that brought me joy, that I lived through with ease, that maybe gave you strength and energy. And all these peaks you can see, those are these incredible experiences you learn to navigate. And at every peak, you can ask yourself the question, what did I learn from this experience? What skills did I acquire? What wisdom did I learn that I can maybe transfer to others? And take your time with this exercise. You can come back to it as many times as you want. To all the perfectionists out there, there is no perfection in this exercise. It's just a really nice way of looking back and starting to work on your past. And it's always wonderful to start telling your story maybe to people around you and to see how they see you and how they experienced you navigating certain challenges in your life. And it's also always super useful to have a neutral person you can talk to, to have a coach. And I would love to help you with that as if that is something you're interested in. Because for us, we're sometimes so stuck in our own story and in our own reality. And it is so helpful. I find it so helpful to have that neutral third person that can help you see the learning experiences. And that's it. That is the first episode of Happy Habits with Celine. I really hope that you could take something out of it. I was very excited to record it. I am not going to redo it, even though this is probably a process. And when I listen to it, I uh, might want to redo it. But hey, that's the process. So let me know what you learned from this episode. You can find me on Instagram. I would really love to hear from you. Don't forget to download your PDF. Have fun with this exercise and creating an empowering past and a beautiful life story. Speak to you next time. Have a beautiful day ahead. 